Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show i say it every day because god been good to me god has done some things in my life that's been truly been just amazing and really amazing ain't even really the word I, they don't really have a word for what he's done for me i'm just out of superlatives that's why i say it every day steve harvey got a radio show because god is in the blessing business yeah he is God, God can help you turn your life around. Did you hear me? God can help you turn your life around. Whatever you're going through, God has an answer for it. See, but it's the going through that gets us, though, ain't it? Because I was having a moment yesterday, and I sat my wife down. I said, baby, I just need to talk to you. I'm going through a little bit right now. I just wanted to share, which I'm a little down right now. And my wife reminded me. She just reminded me. Just, see, this what a... Man, that's what a a, a good mate does. A, a, a good mate reminds you just of things that sometimes you forget when you get off track. Because, you know, I, I consider myself a, a motivational type person. I, I try to listen to people and then give them something I've learned along the way on this journey I've been on. I try to give a person a takeaway. But even being that person, sometimes I get off track myself. I get a little uh, a little low sometimes, you know, I get a little down. Sometimes I sometimes I forget some of the stuff I say. It ain't that I forget it, I guess I just get caught up in the grind of doing it. And sometimes I get, I get a little off course and I forget some of the things. And my wife or a mate is can be good for you to remind you. And she just says, Steve, God got us. 
She said, have you ever noticed that every time you get in a spot? And she said, and I, and I know how you must feel because you out here working. And, and and you keep turning around and, 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 and old stuff keep popping up and you get a call from your accountant and here this done went wrong and that done went, you steady trying to fix it. But you steady going, wow, man, what is this? She said, but you ever notice he always, always, no matter what, provide a way. And he ain't ever too late. Oh, you might be going, the deadline is approaching. The deadline can come and pass, but then they have a grace period for you. And then sometimes, man, it's just you go down there after the grace period and they take the payment anyway and you're good anyway. But see, ain't that God bringing you through it? It may not be when you want it, but he right on time. Just before you get put out, just before they turn. Maybe they cut the lights off, but you get it back on just before company come or just before the weekend get here. See, he always comes through for you. And she had to remind me of that. What you're going through is necessary. Look, circumstance and hardships and pitfalls are always untimely. If you keep the law of attraction in play, if you keep believing that that's that he going to see you through this, just like he do when you don't believe it. That's what the cold part is, though, ain't it? Ain't God brought you through even when you didn't really have the faith to say he was going to bring you through. But because of grace and mercy, he brought you through anyway. But because you forgot to thank him or you didn't pay attention to the come through, you just was telling people, oh, man, if you'd have seen me, it was so jacked up. Man, I was so turned up. I ain't know what I was going to do. I almost got put out. I was going to see, key word, almost. You forgot that part right there. And then I was, it looked like I won man. And it seemed like every month I go through this same thing. And then, uh, yeah, then somebody ought to just say, did you pay it? Yeah, I paid it. Did you get put out? No, I'm cool. See, some, so you need somebody on your shoulder to say that to you. And then you need somebody on, on, to come right behind him and go, man, ain't God good. Really, man, that, that's how this works. See, you, you keep getting in situations, but he keep getting you out. Now, if you jump, look, listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say you in a frying pan in the skillet and the oil is up and you in there frying and you uncomfortable being fried. God somehow or let's just say you managed to get out of the hot grease in the frying pan and you standing there next to the skillet, looking at the fire, continue to heat the grease. You get out and then for some unexplainable reason, you dives right on back in there. Ain't that how we usually do it? I'm just asking you. God gets you away from the man you've been asking to get away from. Then you go right back over there and start seeing him again. It's amazing how many times God get us out the fire and we walks right back in there. Ain't it amazing, man? And I mean, really, man, see, this is how I break life down for me. So I don't get over here stuck on stupid with myself and then get to doing something ignorant like blaming God. When really, man, God has given us as human beings the power of decision, and we all make decisions. How many times, man? See, sometimes it's a blessing in getting locked up. You can ask a lot of cats I know, man, to tell you. It was a blessing for me, man, because I was just headed the wrong way, steady. But he locked me up, set me down, made me miss my family, miss being out here being a free man, made me realize that my family was important, made me, man, really see this girl for what she was. When I get out, man, I'm on the straight and narrow. 
Well, then when you get out, though, see, you can't be talking about, no, oh, man, I can't find no job. Now I'm going to go and do what I got to do. No, 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 partner. You got to do now what you're supposed to do. See, that don't do what you got to do got you in trouble in the first place. See, everybody, see, see, the hood got a lot of ignorant rules we done created. I got to do what I got to do. I got to feed my family. Well, only reason you got to do what you got to do is because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. See, if you just went on to school, like your mama kept telling you. Oh, man, I was watching 48 Hours yesterday, and a dude named Nesto was on there. And Nesto, Latino dude, said, man, my mother told me quit hanging with these guys. They were going nothing but trouble. I should have listened to her. He doing 30 years right now. You can't blame God. That's why I talk to myself this way. So I don't get stupid and start shifting the blame the wrong way when it's really on me. How many times has God got you out of something and you walk right back into it? Man, why don't you take these blessings God give you and go on about your business? That'd be the best way to do it, don't you think? That's what I think. So I thank God for my wife for reminding me that God got us anyway. That God going to pull you through anyway. That have you noticed, Steve, we ain't lost a beat. Oh, I know it's hard out here, but really you ain't lost a beat. You still moving forward. You still dressing nice. You still look good when you come into that job. Everybody don't got to know you. your house is in bad shape and all that. God got you, man. If you just hold your head up, man, quit complaining all the time about what you ain't got. And as in the words of my daddy, Slick Harvey, stop talking about what you ain't got and take a good look at what you do got. That's improper grammar, but that always stuck with me, and maybe it'll stick with you. Quit talking about and looking at what you ain't got. Take a good look at what you do got. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have your undivided attention. Okay, I need, I need it just for a second here. Well, I'm actually asking it for the next four hours, but who listened to the radio for four hours? Well, we hope you do. But we know you probably <laughs> got to go to work, so you don't. And it was hoping some people would just stick around for the four hours while they was at work, but you need your job, so you can't be listening to the radio. So we was hoping then that you put your headsets on when you go on in the job, yeah. but then you can't do that because they see the headsets, you're going to lose your job too. So you face with a quandary. You can stay with us and have a wonderful day, or you can stay with us with part of the morning and have a partially good day. But we hope we do something that will sustain you for the whole day. That's the objective of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Glad you understand it, because I don't know what the hell I just said. Hey, Shirley. <laughs> That ignorant yeah. mess you just said. Good yeah. morning. Happy Friday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for listening. <laughs> what it is. We appreciate what it. What it is. Thank Call it for real. Oh, please listen for four yeah. hours. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Good morning. On in. King of the pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Top of the morning, sir. Top, 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 top. Le- oh, 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 school. <laughs> I forgot. Right. You order, but it's cool. No, 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 Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I went in an order that I'm accustomed to going in. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. Two days it a week, Steve. It's an it honest ain't mistake. my fault. Yeah, it doesn't throw you. Mistake. It can't throw Ladies you. It ain't your gentlemen, fault. It ain't your fault. Ain't as surprised as I am, you must be. But guess who the hell is here today? That damn bitter man, Anthony Brown. It is not your fault. I don't blame you at all. You went into the order that you're accustomed to. You're absolutely right. Okay. And, and, and let me tell you something else. He ain't even on Zoom. So now, out of sight, out of mind. For out of sight, real. out of mind, right. Is he new? 
what, what, what is this uh, Jay Anthony Brown you speak yeah. of? Is it? He knew. It's, it's, it's um, I'm like a new employee. Yes, yeah, orientation I'm having today. Yes, just oh, to meet okay. and greet everybody. Sure. It's, yes, it's a long story. It's a long story. <laughs> it's such a long story. It goes back to uh-huh. 1985. Well, tell us. Ooh, that's a long story. <laughs> yeah, we, long, we have time. Long. Well, you know, I got started in comedy at a, a Hilarity's Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls. And uh, finally, this guy named Tom Sobel, I got his, finally got his attention and mm-hmm. sent him a tape. I'd only been in the business a few months. 20 and, minutes. And I got, I had, I had 15, maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> oh, begging to be booked as an opening act. And he gave me my first traveling gig. Oh. And the first night I drove from Cleveland, Ohio to Bloomington, Indiana. To a one night bar on a college station, and it was called yeah. Nick's. Mm-hmm. They had accidentally booked two blacks on the same show. They normally show. didn't do that back in the day. Oh, no. that was a rule. Oh, back in the day, no, you they could just not. Didn't. Yeah, in they 85? didn't. No. Oh wow! It was it was very it was it was racist. It was all kind of crazy. Yeah, that was racist. Yeah. Oh. Very much sure. <laughs> so I get to the gig. And I'll tell you, when a right come back, how I met the best friend and biggest fool all at the same time I ever had. All right. Part two of the Steve and Jay story coming up as well as Ask the CLO at 32 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you were telling us how you and Jay met. So we met, I had finally got booked my first out-of-town gig. I was going overnight. I was excited. It was a series of one-nighters, Tom Sobel's Comedy Caravan. I drive in, and I go to the hotel. Red Roof Inn. And they, huh? It was the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, Red Roof Inn in Bloomington, Indiana, performing at a place called Nick's. I go to Red Roof Inn, and they say, your roommate is already here, and he gave me the room. I said, well, damn, okay, but well, I ain't, I got $11, mm-hmm. so I don't care who it is. I got to go upstairs. I knock on the door, and Jay Anthony opens the door. Wow. I said, but he had his stuff all but over the damn room. I was in the, the sewing. I was sewing. Both, both beds, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was making his pants that he was going to wear that night. <laughs> Because what a lot of people don't know, Jay is a really, really good tailor. Yeah, he, he can really yeah. make clothes. Oh, wow. And that was his profession before mm-hmm. I met him. So oh. I look at the bed, but I say, hey, man, uh, I'm your roommate. My name is Steve Harvey. He said, you can't stay in here. <laughs> now, I'm looking at him. He don't know how hard I am. Can I say something, though? <laughs> Not that you couldn't stay in there. I had so much stuff. You really could not stay in there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally. It wasn't. He had an extra TV. I saw a phone cord all the way across the room. I said, man, what is this dude doing? I said, well, I said, my man, I don't know what to tell you. This, I, I got to stay here. He said, but you go downstairs because this ain't camp and get yourself another room. He don't know I got $11. I said, my man, I can't go downstairs and get no room. I ain't got no money for that. Now, I'm looking at him because I'm hot now. Mm-hmm. And I said, well. Cleveland, uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm tight. So he said, hey, man, him. And Jay gave me $30. Wow. I said, go down there and get your room, man. 
And I went on there and got a room. And it's the first time somebody ever done like that for me. I got my room. Damn, Jay, you had $30, Jay? Yeah, I was a headliner. He said he was the headliner. I had Jay was making $1,800 a week when I met him. Oh, dog. Oh, doggy. You was balling, Jay. Dog. So I. I went back up to his room because I saw all that stuff. I said, hey, man, I saw you had an iron in here. Can I use your iron so I can press my clothes for the night? He said, man, you got you to gotta start getting this stuff. You're going to be on the road. And I said, okay, hold up, hold up. You know, Ian word. I ain't, I ain't finna hear all this. You here. was touchy he back then. Oh, was dog, I was real you, tight. Oh, he yeah, been but, touchy uh-huh. from day. Oh, he was trying to help me, He's but I lying. thought he was so humble. When I tell you, he was oh, humble. Oh, really? He came. Let me tell. Let me finish. He came back up. He had his hat rolled up like a like a yard worker, man. He was sweating and everything, man. Reaching it in his hand. I don't have an iron. And it would, would it be so? Could you be sober? Hold it. I know you gave me the money to get in the room and everything, but if you be sober, hold it and give me, let me use your iron. I, I don't have an iron. And he said it like that, an iron. Go ahead, Steve. And you guys okay. have been friends ever since. So I went across the street to Target and bought a $9 iron. <laughs> so I iron my outfit at. We meet up at the club. Jay had a powder blue pinto. <laughs> Full of stuff, man. Packed to the went all the way to the back. I go get my shoes and put them on, and I go out there and I watch Jay Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, Jesus. He was, funny, he was he? the most brilliant act Boy, I had ever now. seen in comedy, wow. man. Mm-hmm. I well, sat there in complete funny. and utter awe. Mm-hmm. He told me at the show, he said, you pretty funny, man. A couple moves you need to learn. Mm-hmm. But Ian Ware, you're going to be pretty funny. I said, man, if I can be funny, it's this boy right here. So we was on tour the was rest of the week. Was he killing his dog? killing his dog. He was, he had them white folks laughing so hard. <laughs> And you know, it was no black headliners ever. There, was no there wasn't black, nobody but him. And there was no black audience either, Tommy. We didn't no. see black audiences. Wow. It was all white. The audience. only black headliners was J. Anthony Brown, Byron Allen, and George Wallace. Don't forget Sinbad. Oh, and it's Sinbad. 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 But you know, I never saw Sinbad because he was too yeah. big. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on Star Search and all Star that. Star Search, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. dog, I, I was sitting up here going, man, this is the greatest dude. We stayed together that whole week. And we got to the weekend, and we had a gig that was two nights in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, man. And one night, man, after the show, the first night, he said, y'all, I want to bring up a guy that's going to be great in this business one day. And I was the opening. He said, come on back up, man. Close the show out with me. And we stood on stage and sang that song. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? And we had our arm around each other on stage, and all the white people joined in. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I went home that night, man. I was so emotional sitting on my bed, man. I said, man, this dude said I was going to be great. And then the next night, we closed the show the same way. We exchanged phone numbers. Wasn't no cell phones. And we made a pack. We said, hey, man, if you ever need me, call me and leave a message. I check wow. my messages every four hours. And then we became <laughs> friends. And he said, then we got so close. I said, hey, man, if you ever get in trouble, just leave Mayday on the machine. Mm-hmm. Mayday. Mm-hmm. And that's when we knew somebody was in trouble. We had to get in our car 
try to find him. Wow. And First time he called me. Wasn't no texting was, text or book. none of that back in the that day. Was the first y'all, nah. She found my book, my entire book. Dog. What, was that, who, who what, what happened? What happened? Now we ain't got to go into who, but it was found. Okay. Jay had a diary. Oh, okay. That he kept record of everything he did. He wrote down all his thoughts and everything. And he left it at this girl's house. And I, he called me and he said, Mayday. And it just so happened, I'm going to Memphis. Now, I knew the Where girl. She was. Okay. I knew the girl because uh-huh. we had talked. We, we knew each other's people, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, man, she found the book. <laughs> God, dog. God. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we got to wrap up. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great story. Coming yeah. up. <laughs> Coming up next, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news for today. Texas Senator Ted Cruz is facing a lot of backlash for jetting off to Cancun, Mexico, while his home state, Texas, is in a crisis. Plus, in entertainment news, Houston's own Beyonce has partnered with Adidas to provide relief for Texas winter storm victims. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? I got shoplifters. Attention, shoplifters. Shoplifters, please pay attention. (laughs) Shoplifters. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a Tanya please. This is she. Uh, hi, Tanya. Uh, my name is Daniel I'm the head of store security here at your job. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm trying to see, um, I'm going to have to, I know today's your day off. I'm looking at the schedule here. It seems that you don't come back in until Saturday. Um, I'm trying to see if it's possible I can get you to come to the store. There's a bit of a situation I want to discuss with you. There's about $1,800 worth of merchandise missing from the store. What? Yeah, there's about $1,800 worth of merchandise, and we definitely know that this is a in-house situation. This is not someone walking in shoplifting. This is definitely um, an in-house situation uh, with employees who have evidently been shoplifting from the store, taking things, and we want to get down to uh, to the roots of the problem. Okay, so what you calling me for? Well, ma'am, it's uh, it's been brought to my attention that there's a possibility that you may be uh, yeah. uh, part of this situation. And part of the situation? I ain't no thief. I don't steal. You don't call my house accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole nothing from no nobody. Okay, well, my hang on, ma'am. What I'm trying to do is just trying to... to... Hang on, my You trying to say I done stole something, and I ain't stole the Okay, wait just a second. Now, do you have a sister named Cynthia? Yeah, what about her? Well, now, it seems that here on some of the footage that we have on camera, that uh, it's a possibility that it seems like your sister's actually wearing some of the merchandise that we sell here in the store. Okay, just because she wears something that we sell in the store don't mean that I stole it. Well, we don't see... Where she's at, I've, I've, I backed the footage up as far as I could. I don't see any footage of where she purchased this particular merchandise. And my assumption is maybe you gave it to her. I ain't gave her And just because you don't see where somebody purchased it don't mean that it's been stolen. Okay. 
here's what I'm going to I'm going to just get to the chase of this, Tanya. What I'm going to have to do is this. If I can't get you to come to the store, man, and matter of fact, here's another question for you before I go any further. You have children at all, Tanya? Yeah, I got children. Why? Do you, is it possible, because uh, I'm missing a lot of baby merchandise as well. And You know what? You know what? You really cruising for an this morning, okay? Because well, you don't call somebody on their off day accusing them of stealing. Okay, here's what I got to do. Uh, uh, are you coming into the office so I can talk with you? I'm not coming no where on my off day. Well, then what's going to happen, Miss Tanya, is I'm going to have to actually come to your home, check your closet. I'm going to have to check your kids and see you if they're do what? check and see if they're wearing merchandise that you that comes from this. Come to my house if you want to, and they're going to take your ass up out of here in the body bag. Excuse me? me? You heard what I said. You heard what I said. You don't call nobody. I bust my ass at that store. I bust my ass at that store. You understand me? I work hard for y'all, okay? You've you so been busting. You've been busting. You call here accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole shit from nobody. You, I don't have to steal. That's why I work all day. You understand me? I think you've been busting your butt taking day. stuff is what you've been doing. You've I been from nobody. You understand me? I do not steal. I'm going to come over there, I'm checking your closets, and I'm checking your babies as well, and I'm making... You check my babies and see what happens. You put your hands on any damn thing in here and see what happens, okay? I don't want to have to drag your butt. Oh, you going to drag somebody? Oh, now you threatening me? I don't want to drag you out of your house. Security guard, you a tough security guard. You like your job that much? You willing to die for that, huh? Who said anything about me dying? I did. Come over here, and that's what's going to happen. That's what happens. When you f*** with people on their off day, you get hurt, okay? I get a couple of damn days off, and y'all going to call me with this So are you threatening me now? I'm threatening you. Didn't you just call and say you was coming over here? Yes, Bring I did. Bring your over here. Bring your I, I'm, don't, Bring your security guard. I'm Bring on my Don't Look, let me Bring tell you something. Okay? I can you. I can have you brought up on charges. You know that. Bring me up on charges and see what happens. That's Bring it. Bring me up on charges. See if you get that far. I'm on my way over there now to check you and your kids. You understand me? Come over here to check me and my kids and see how they check your up out of here. Let me tell you something. I, you ain't I, got to tell me. You ain't got nothing to tell me. You ain't look, got look, nothing look, look. else you, to tell why don't, me. Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you took? Maybe I'll go light on you. I'll go light you on. You think I'm stupid or something? You sound like a damn fool. Why don't you tell me what you took? I ain't took I bet you're teaching your little kids over there how to steal, too, aren't you? What? What you teach your little ugly kids? Hey, 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 hey! Now you will hey, not... Hey, 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 my Hey, don't call me with this bull on my off day. Let me tell you one more... Th- Are you listening to me? I got one more oh, thing to say to you. You ain't got nothing else to say to me. Are you listening? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from oh. your sister Cynthia. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you and that bro want to play games, okay? Y'all want to play, right? Y'all got jokes. Y'all got jokes. I got a joke for both of y'all, okay? Well, I'm around here taking care of her and all her little ugly <laughs> kids, and she going to play with me and my off day. 
right. Tanya, she All told right. me. She told me. She said, uh, "That Tommy be be pranking people. You can't nobody get me with that old crazy stuff. How come them people don't know somebody calling and tripping with this?" She told me you couldn't. You thought you couldn't be God. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Uh, it's all good. Anna, you it's be all good. Well, I love you. Be I not- love you, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I got something bug like. <laughs> all right, let me ask you one more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever stole something, stand up now and just go on and fess up for it. You ever st- stole something out the stove? You no, know you took it. You know you, know you, you did it. Okay. You know Ladies, it. I'm going to start with Shirley. Shirley, you ever stole something out the stove? Yeah. When I what was you really, took, really young. What you What you stole? <laughs> Some candy. <laughs> Just okay, okay. All right, I want to hear it. All right. Sure, uh, Carla? Uh, yeah. Uh, why are you so quiet? Why, is that, you're normally I'm louder speaking. than that. What you done stole out the store, Carla? Some candy and some chips, some Snickers, some Reese's, mm-hmm. some hot tamales. Where you put all that at? Wow. <laughs> Different occasions. Uh, some Jay's potato <laughs> chips. No, mine was one. Shout Jay out to Brown. <laughs> I stole some Valentine candy. Ooh. When I gave it to the girl, she had already got candy from somebody else, and I got in trouble for stealing the damn candy that I stole. So <laughs> that didn't work out. You see why I'm the way I am. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Diabetic? <laughs> diabetic? Or bitter. <laughs> or bitter. My uncle. Bitter well, you asked everyone in the room to stand up. So well, I actually up. stood. <laughs> yeah, I just stole all this time. food, clothes, car batteries, fishing gear, car, car tires. I just stole cable. I just stole wrenches, a tube set, batteries. I just stole detergent. Detergent. Stole credit cards. We don't have oh, time for his oh, list. Uh, coming up checkbooks in the t- I saw on the counter one time. Top of the hour. <laughs> but surely a car battery. You I know. I sold I know. a case of cigarettes and I don't even smoke. We got to go, you <laughs> thief. <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national Stole news. some medicine. Called right Sarah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, according to The Shade Room now, Houston's own Beyonce, her Be Good Foundation, and Adidas are working with Beyonce's church in Houston, the Bread of Life, Inc., to provide relief to victims of the winter storm. The fund would provide one-time financial assistance to those who have experienced a non-recurring sudden emergency hardship due to an unforeseen or unavoidable uh, event Residents in Texas are eligible to apply. Just go to Beyonce.com. Beyonce.com. Wow. That's nice. Her Adidas gear is fly. Have you seen her Adidas gear? Oh, yes. Woo! Yes. I want that blue, baby blue fur. Uh, Once you get to rising. Yes, yes, yes. I want that. But you know something, y'all? That girl, man, every time something happens, she steps up. She's mm-hmm. a giver. For especially you know, especially, especially Houston. for Texas. Yeah. Houston, right, Shirley. Mm-hmm. She, she had that testing van set up for people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Drove around. She had that medical van going around helping people. She done sent food down there. That girl, Always that girl is the truth, back. man. She's on yep. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ted Cruz is in Cancun. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and speaking of Texas, since you said that, Jay, and Senator Ted Cruz, well, he Good is view. facing backlash after pictures surfaced on social media of him and his family traveling on a trip to Cancun while his home state of Texas was battered by that winter storm and widespread power outages. Uh, this storm left millions of Texas residents freezing Whoa. and fearing for their lives. Uh, he said that his daughter wanted to go on a trip with their friends uh, since school was out. Um, so he was being a good dad flying with her down there. Well, well, now after all the backlash and everything, Chump, uh, Ted jumped no, on a Chump plane. No, Chump was right. Chump was right. <laughs> that was for Chump, you, you, you was perfect. Uh -huh. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> Ted jumped on a plane yesterday and came right on back to Texas, okay? The Texas Democrats are calling for Ted Cruz to be expelled. Beat now, it. How, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, how insensitive. <laughs> I'm surprised he went to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, and he was just out in the open with it, yeah, you know, all like, on the plane. Like, like as cold as people phone. are in Texas, yeah. he, he's vacationing, right? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think? I don't... <sighs> what a loser. What a loser. <laughs> he, he's he don't the worst stand for nothing, nothing though. Mm -hmm. No, nothing. He, he, Spineless. Yeah. Fine. He learned from the worst. You're right, That's Steve. right He Tommy. learned from the worst. He you don't stand for nothing. They talk about your wife. You let that fly. You, mm -hmm. you uh -huh. just, you mm -hmm. just, you let talk anything about your happen. deceased father. Come you on, let, let that, that you go. Do nothing. Yeah. This man called your wife ugly, humiliated, her. and he I mean, got in put bed pictures with, up, with Trump. Yeah, held a picture up of his wife in Melania. That was his mm -hmm. joke. Mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. Boy, let me tell you something. When I see your ass. He defended Trump right. during he, the impeachment. Remember yeah, that he, scene? he offered to to plead his case, to plead Trump's case Dog, during all of that. Huh? He went to Ted Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz said yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this man talked about your wife. Okay. He's the most yeah. nothing-ass politician of them yes. all. Of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That'll talk. Nothing. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> what like, you said, know. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh. And then he had this big old Loser. bag um, talking about he was only going to be there for one night. He was doing a turnaround <laughs> trip. <laughs> But you got, bag. but you got, but you got thirteen Look. pair of drawers in there, though. Yeah. You got thirteen <laughs> pair of drawers. In there. All right, Steve. Time for headlines. Let's move on. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you. The light's slowly coming back on uh, the homes of millions of Texans after this week's record-breaking winter storm. Uh, but safe drinking water now at a premium. That's because the week's unusually frigid temperatures have caused pipes to burst. That, in turn, has prompted a boil water advisory with everything else that's, called ro that's caused rolling blackouts with people trying to do that. The city of Tyler spokeswoman Luann Campbell says it's hard to boil water with no electricity and impossible to work with busted and frozen pipes. The water pressure is below levels that are required by the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, TCEQ, and that water pressure maintains optimal safety for the water. So we can't meet that pressure. The below freezing uh, weather that uh, hit the deep south, by the way, especially the Gulf refinery region, will reportedly cause gas prices to, to rise now. This is all, you know, one thing is like a domino effect. This ha everything is affected by everything else. Biden administration says it's providing some $2 billion to aid COVID vaccine distribution in 92 low and middle income countries. Now, the 
reason being that by allowing the virus to spread unchecked in poorer countries, it keeps Americans at risk because what happens, they become more variants of the virus they develop, and then we have to deal with that. Democratic control of Congress scheduled to give take up immigration reform soon. Finally, Amazon's retiring CEO Jeff Bezos, officially the richest man in the world, Forbes magazine puts second runner-up Elon Musk at $173 billion, Bezos $190 billion. Where does Donald Trump come in? He's number 1,234 with two billion. Still money to me. Money, 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 money. And I don't have any of it. Money, money, money. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce your best friend. You've known him many, many years. Many years. We go back like Cadillac seats. Ace Boone Coon, buzzard back buddies, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan Brown. In honor of Black History Month, in honor Uh of Black History Month, I will give you the greatest haters of black history of all time. Great things they did, but they all had haters for once, like this. In 1926, Willie T. Kennedy, better known as Lips, was the first person to wet up a marijuana joint. After that, he was no longer allowed to smoke with the group. (laughs) Kente, 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 Kenya, a runaway who? slave who? once said to Harriet Tubman, Kinta Kunta Kenya, once said to Harriet Tubman, Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Walter Douglas said to Langston Hughes, a great American poet, he said to Langston Hughes, How come your stuff don't rhyme? What's up with that? Benjamin Banneker, who designed Washington, D.C. laid out the plans for Washington, Uh D.C. A hater once said to him, what's up with all these one-way streets and how do I get to Ben's Chili Bowl? These are haters. Haters. I hate him. You are so stupid. Garrett Garrett Morgan, who invented the stoplight. He invented the stoplight. A hater once said to him, let me get this right. The light green, the light turns red, and the light turns yellow. That's it? Oh, my God. Haters. Haters. <laughs> Garrett Augustus Morgan, the man who invented the gas mask, a hater once said to him, uh-huh. a hater said to him, you know when you put this thing on your face, can't nobody tell who you are. A hater. <laughs> and the last... Last but not least, Walker T. Bentley, while uh-huh. coming home from work, noticed that there was a Chicago fire. This is where the phrase, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. But a man, a man, I'm not finished, a man who worked at that same plant saw the same fire and said, we don't need no water. Let the... <laughs> this, this, we don't the need no water. The same Let fire. them... We don't need no water. Let the... Let the... He I said the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The man who used to work there and got fired said, we don't need no water. Let them... <laughs> Burn. 
Burn. This oh, has oh. been Burn. Black Haters of History by yours truly, Jay Anthony Brown. Happy Black History Month. Thank you, Jay. Ah, Coming up at 34, <laughs> we're going to play, uh, you'll see something very special from our very own Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, question for you. How do you feel about the younger generation using your voice uh, in their TikTok videos or Instagram reel posts? In this particular video, uh, these two young men who did a reenactment of the skit of you asking your brother's advice on how to ask a lady out on a date. Well, this video, Steve, has gone viral with well over 1.7 million views. We'll, we'll play a little bit of it. Take a listen girl in college, man, she was like, she was so out my league. Now I'm in college, I'm a freshman. So that evening, I went home, I'm in college, I called my brother. I said, hey man, I just met this girl. I ain't really met her, I see her, man, but how do I get right next to her? Hey, listen, listen, what you tripping for? All you got to do tomorrow, when you see her, walk up to her and say, excuse me, I don't want to disrupt your day and nothing you got going but it would really, really make my day if you were to tell me your name. And when you say that, just walk away. <laughs> Next day in school, soon as I saw her, I walked right up to her. I said, excuse me. I said, I don't want to interrupt your day and stop nothing you're doing, but it would really make my day if you would just tell me what your name is. She said, it's Melinda. I said, Melinda, thank you. <laughs> so I went home that evening. And I called my brother, I said, hey man, I did it. He said, did you walk away like I told you? I said, yeah. I said, but what I do next? He said, tomorrow, walk up to her and tell her, introduce yourself and tell her your name. And say, so the next time I see you and I say hello to you, it would mean so much to me if you would just say my name back to me. I say, I said, then what I do? He said, walk off. <laughs> So next day I see her, I walk up to her, I said, hey, Melinda. She said, hi. I said, hold on one second. I said, I'd like to tell you my name. My name is Steve. I said, all I want is when I say hello, Melinda, I would just love to hear you say my name back to me. That would mean so much to me. I said, let's try this. I said, hello, Melinda. She said, hello, Steve. I said, <laughs> I back to the room. That night I called my brother. I said, bro, I said, I said, what I do next? First of all, man, stop sounding anxious. <laughs> Slow your roll. You got to get smooth with this. Now, tomorrow when you see her, you say hello to her, wait on her to say your name, and then act like it knocked you out. <laughs> say, act like it knocked me off. And then walk off, what the hell you think? <laughs> Click. Hey, Melinda, how you doing? Hey, Steve. Oh. I did that. Walked off. Dog, dog, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so and cute. The video so is these, off the chains. These, these guys, these kids reenacted it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And yeah. they finished uh-huh. it up. It's really a cool story. And it actually happened. I did that a few years ago on my talk show. Okay. Where, okay. All right. Melinda. That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where it came from. You know, And mm-hmm. it really happened. That's mm-hmm. how... I met this girl in college that was out of my league, but I didn't know how to talk to her, so I had to call my brother. My brother, Terry, was a player, so I had to call him. So what did you think about the two boys that did it, especially I the thought, one that I'm, played I'm your actually brother? Gonna, I'm actually going to reach out to him. 
to the young oh, guys. They did a good oh, job. Good. They good, did a good. really good job. Because it was really amazing. It was. it was. I got something else I did um, that I'm going to release this video. You know that, I don't know if you saw the video, the janitor that made the half-court shot. Uh-uh. Hey man, y'all need to y'all need to brush up on your social media skills. Whatever. What's up? You, you just yeah. got a new you gram you not yesterday. No, you just all into viral videos. Uh, not, you know, no. Now y'all don't even know what's happening. You know, either that or y'all need some kids. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> we got but I'll tell you something. Uh, one day when we finish editing it, I just shot it today. It's okay. really, really good. Okay. Cool. Okay. Look forward okay. to it. Look forward to it. But congratulations to the guys uh, who reenacted this video for you. Um, if you want, well, if they want to see it, yeah, they can go to Steve Harvey FM and check it out. Right. Some money coming your way, guys. Um, yeah. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about uh, four minutes after the hour, it's the Strawberry Letter. For today, the subject post-Valentine's Day drama, but right now, the nephew <laughs> is in the building. He's here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? The title is Gene, I Got You Girl. Gene, okay. I Got You Girl. Come on, cat dog. Hello? It's me, the Gene. Yeah, what's up? Who this? My name is Vernon, brother. What's playing? What's going on? I need to holler at you for a minute, my man. About what? I want to holler at you about your wife. So you got a minute? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, I don't even know how to break this to you, dog. I just want to be straight up with you, man. Me and your wife been kind of seeing each other. And uh, really, she want to let you go, but she ain't, you know, she really ain't got it, got it up in her to say she want to let you go. So uh-huh. you know, I'm coming to you like a man and letting you know, you know, that... Uh, she really wanted to shut it down with you. We've been seeing each other for a minute now. Uh-huh. So I don't know how we can, you know. I'm just coming at you like a man, brother, trying to let you know she don't even really want you no more. You know, we, right. we done talked about it, talked about it. And uh, I'm just trying to get it all I know. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired of hiding with it, really. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's a lot smoother than I expected, player. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, long long as you, long as you cool. I, I thought you know, I just want to be a man, call and holler at you, and let you know. Have you seen her today? And where you from? From Jersey. I'm up around Newark. I mean, you said it's a lot smoother than you thought it was gonna be. Well, you know, anytime some another man finna call another man about his wife, I mean, yeah, you don't expect it to be nothing, you know, pretty simple. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. I didn't contemplate it a long time by calling you, so I, you know today I just said to hell with it. Now, how you get my number? No, I've been had your number. I've had your number a long time. All right, now you say you looking. Uh, it's a lot smoother than you thought it was gonna be. It ain't that smooth, but you know. You don't. Like, you know, like the, the the thing is, you got one up on me because you know my information. Now I gotta come find you. Okay, wait, 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 hold up now. Yeah. You feel no, like... Oh, no, I'm going to need to hold up. You no. tell what you're going to say. Okay, you feel like you need to be looking for me or something? Yeah. Brother, look, look at this. Let's check this out. This is a decision that the wife has made. You understand what I'm saying? See, you have no reason to be mad at me about anything. 
You have no reason to be coming looking for me or any information on me. Because, see, when that happens, then it's going to really get stanky up in here. And I'm trying not to let that happen. That's why I'm calling you like a man, brother. Trust me, man. It ain't nothing that I'm never worried about. Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm letting you know up front. She, we, me and her contemplated a long time, yada, yada. So now, you know, here we are. So I said, you know what the hell with it. I'm calling today. Y'all should have did this on the phone together. I'd respect both of y'all a lot more. Okay, well, you know, and, and then, you know, if, if that's what it's got to be, we'd be face-to-face -face together, whatever it's got to be, man. So well, that's what I prefer, you know. Okay. So, but, but let me ask you this here. Where is going in? Once we both stand flat-footed and tell you how it is, then what? I ain't, I ain't gonna never be flat-footed. Okay, well, well, flat-footed or upside down, any way you want to look at it, bro. I'm trying not to get into this physical part, but it seemed like you leaning that way with me. It could be whatever, you know. It could be on this side of the dirt or the other side. It don't make a difference. It, it, it never does, brother. It never does. When two bulls come together, one of them got to go down. Now, guess what? We ain't doing too much talking. You got my information. Guess what? Now, I'm lock-loaded and hunting for you. You lock and loaded? There's no need for you to say There's no need for us to discuss anymore. Okay, cool. You know, while we at it, man, let me go and drop it all on you then. Because it seems like we need to go and get it all out the way. You cool? Right. You know what I'm saying? I think you need, you know, matter of fact, if you want to just keep it all the way real, you might want to go take a blood test about Alana and make sure you the papa to that. All right. Feel me? Got it. So, uh... I'm going to have your wife give you a call, man, because we didn't contemplate it too long, and it's time. You do, yeah, you do that. You know my information. Like I said, you, you said enough. You hit enough bones there. Now I'm really locked loaded and hunting for somebody. So you know what? I mean, somebody got to go. What you Looking mean? Near you. Wait, 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 wait. What was all this somebody got to go? What, huh? you, what you saying? Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go, like. Okay, you talking about either me or you? One of us got to yeah. go? See, see, because see, you're saying the wrong thing, because what you must understand is if I've given you as much information as I already have, that means I have enough information to know where you are, brother. You know yeah. nothing about me nor where I reside. So if you're going to talk about lock and load and somebody got to go, then you're saying it to the wrong person because I'm already up on you, player. At, you got first to off, you do, at first off, you ain't really a north because you got a country accent. So second off, like you're dealing with a real street so however you want to handle it, you know my information. Guess what? I don't reside there no more. I ain't there no more. So guess what? Now you got to start from scratch like me. So I tell you what, man. Home, Here go the math, man. You ready for that? You ready for this math? You ready, player? Math. Here go What's the, the math? math. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You've been pranked by your wife. I'm a killer. <laughs> Yeah, black man, chill out, boy. You you, you kind of had me scared for a minute because you really wasn't flinching. You Whatever you eating over there, you never did stop eating on it. Oh, I ain't going to stop eating. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating. Uh, I listen to y'all every morning. What's the baddest radio morning show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> that one is that so was chilling. A real, no, like, that was a real guy, dope. real yeah, gangster geez. guy there. Yeah. I, Tommy, that was Tommy. Geez. I was scared uh, for you, Tommy. Was, he, he was... He was going to do something to you, man. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. I felt hurt while he was talking. I yeah. felt pain coming. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was, hey, player, I was saying to you myself, want all please of it? tell him it's a joke. Quick. Hey, man, you want to you, you, you keep it all the way real? You probably need to get a blood test for little Alana. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he said right there. He said right there, you crossed the line now. He said, yeah, somebody yeah. got to go now. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. See, Tommy, he, he said he don't live there no more, so I'm looking for you. That was checkmate right there. That was yeah, a checkmate it was, for me. Jay. Yeah. I'm still uh, scared. Jay, I actually got scared, Jay. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm still you know, right now. Yeah, I'm still you, you, scared. When your heart starts pumping and you say, you know what? This is not something I shouldn't have, I shouldn't see, have done. But Tommy, see. You ain't from the north with that country accent. With that country ass accent you got. You ain't no north side blankety blank nowhere. <laughs> I see what you don't know I'm is you messing with a real. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was scary, Tommy. That was really scary, man. Oh, and yeah. the fact that I know he wasn't afraid of you, he never yeah. stopped eating. He yeah. never, because right. most people put their food down to make a point. He was now, eating Jay, now, and Jay, making you was, points. Let me ask you something, Jay. You was listening. You was listening. And, what was he really eating? What was that? What? I don't know what it was, but he was able to keep his mind on his food and you at the same yeah. time, and he didn't miss a beat. He I didn't miss Chinese a food. beat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some shrimp oh, and broccoli or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I made it through it, and uh, he's okay. Yeah, he's you not did, looking man. for me. He's not wanting no, to do not something looking. to me. But he sound like uh, a guy that don't let the joke go, though, Tommy. He does sound well, no, like that no, guy. But let me tell you this, Jay. After we got through recording, I did stay on long enough to make sure. Are you and I, are, are we cool? Did he are me and you cool? Did he ever Do you need anything from me? You know, did he ever Do you need an smile? autograph? Book from Steve, whatever you need, I got that. You know, you what need saying? Steve just, to call you or something. Yeah, just, that's my nephew me. playing. You know, whatever you. Need. Did he ever crack a smile? Did he ever like never up once? A bit? Yeah, never. Was, you know, like when we got off, he's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let you make it. You know, but you know, oh, hey, you, you know, you messing with, with the Tommy. wrong one. You know, hopefully Tommy. I'll see you though, Tommy. With hopefully a black I'll man see go. You. I'm like, well, uh-huh. what, what do that mean? Hopefully you'll yeah, see me. But, what is? When a black man go, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear you. He's just bring. he's just taking in information. He ain't afraid of nothing. Yeah. Like, and I know a uh-huh. neck bone when I hear one. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't know what I he was. That was shrimp and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming that was up. Good, Tommy. <laughs> we got the strawberry letter subject post Valentine's oh, Day drama. Dumbest letter you ever heard when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this month we salute all black everything, okay? We recognize the culture that sets trends, creates the moments, and moves the world. This Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, check out Living Black. It features performances by Roddy Rich, 21 Savage, Janae Iko, and Kirk Franklin. Watch this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Go to steveharveyfm.com slash livingblack for more information. And uh, see it. I mean, you know, all month we're celebrating all black everything. So check it out. Yes. Black, I will be black. watching black it. I will too. Yes, yes, yes. Black it black. Black, 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 black. All right, guys. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this. This one is stupid. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right. Subject, post-Valentine's Day drama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need help getting back on track with my girl. 
My girl makes a big deal about Valentine's Day, even though I spoil her all year long. I'm a true romantic, and I love this woman. I also have two female friends that I've known for many years, and my girl is friendly with them. This Valentine's Day, I went all out and prepared filet mignon, uh, lobster tails, garlic mashed potatoes, and a Greek salad for my girl. I laid her out with a nice gift, and I had her favorite candles lit while we ate. I'm a chef, so I cook like this for her all the time. Here's where I went wrong. I also made a plate for my female friend because she got dumped recently and she's been depressed. I also sent a floral bouquet to my other female friend because she just had a death in her family and she's been grieving alone because of the quarantine. I didn't mention it to my girl and I didn't think I needed to. Our Valentine's night got off to a great start and the drama started after dinner. I went and jumped in the shower and left my phone in the den. God! (laughs) My female friend (laughs) sent a text and a picture of the flowers saying Ah. thank you with a kissy face emoji. Of course I didn't have a password on my phone since I don't have anything to hide. My girl was furious when I got out of the shower and she left after she showed me the text. An hour or so later, my girl sent me a screenshot of my other female friend's IG post and it was a picture of the plate I gave her and the caption read, my favorite chef. It was the same food that I fixed for my girl. My girl said it's over and told me I should be with one of those girls instead. But I want her. Can you please help me out here? Well, certainly gonna try. Uh, Everything you did, everything you did in this letter was just dumb and dumber. I mean, seriously, you left your phone, you did that. What were you thinking? I I mean, you started off great, though. I have to give you credit. You started off great with the delicious meal, the lobster tail, the candles, and you bought her a nice gift and everything. I I mean, but then you had to blow it. I mean, you know, this was supposed to be her special night. You said she makes a big deal about Valentine's Day. Um, you know, this was her night for love and attention from you, not your female friends. I mean, they could have waited one more day. Then you could have included your girl. You know, you guys could have both done it together since they were both going through things and she's friendly with them too, you said. That would have made it so much better. Uh, and. You know what? No woman, no woman wants to share Valentine's Day. They just don't. They don't want to share it with anyone, um, let alone two other women. Okay, I, I just can't stress that's enough, and that's why she's so mad right now. Can you fix this? You say you need help. I, I don't know, but you know, everything and anything is possible. You, you got to do a whole lot of begging and pleading and praying and crying. All of that. All of that's the start. That's the start, because she's big mad right now. It, it's gonna take something 
real big to get her back. I mean, she might eventually come around, but you got to start with asking her for forgiveness for what you did. Tell her it was dumb. You weren't thinking, you know, these two girls tell her why you did it and all of that. But yeah, it, this was just dumb on your part. I'm sorry. This was just dumb. Um, and that's why your girlfriend feels like, you know, you do this for everyone. What makes her special? That That's what she's going through right now. So you can try. You could try to fix it. Anything's possible. Steve? I don't know. Well, well, player. Or should I? Let me let me retract that statement because you ain't no player. Uh-uh. Okay. Bro, I don't even understand you. <laughs> I really don't, man. You don't have. See, you, you ain't that bright. Fellas, listen to me. We're not that smart. We're not that crafty. You cannot not have a passcode on your phone. <laughs> Dog, girlfriend or not, or wife, you can't have a phone without a passcode. So your phone rang, anybody can answer it and got what? Yeah. Dog, are you nuts? That's for starters. But you real stupid. <laughs> and you know how I know you stupid? Because I done this before. <laughs> See, really, I done Steve? this. Oh, yes. Really? I done this with so Christmas you. gifts. You are him. Dog. But I did this when I was 18. Yeah. All right. Hold that thought, Steve. Hold that thought, please. We'll come right back with part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject of my strawberry letter today is post-Valentine's Day drama. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. <laughs> the dumbest letter. Post-Valentine's Day drama is the subject. Now, what this fool did, y'all, was he want to get back on track with his girl because his girl makes a big deal about Valentine's Day. Now, he claims that he spoils her all year long. That is questionable. I'm going to explain it to you. That right there is questionable. You just did that to give yourself a cushion in this letter. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway... You also have two female friends that I've known for many years, and my girl is friendly with them. Really? Well, after we go over what happened in the letter, don't seem like they're all that damn friendly to me. Right. You know, somebody putting up with them and going along with it just because you've insisted that they're your good friend. But the moment something happens, she show you how friendly she is and how she feel about your little friendship. I keep telling y'all about these opposite sex friends y'all think y'all can have and ain't going to create no problems in your relationship. I've said it a hundred times. You can have opposite sex friends, but it's going to lead to some situations. And here we are. Your dumb ass made your girl a wonderful dinner. Garlic mashed potatoes. Lobster. Yeah. You know, filet mignon. And you a chef. You done set it all out, got her favorite candle. Y'all having Valentine's dinner. You go to take a shower. You thinking it's finna be on and cracking. You finna go get all this smoky smell out your your (laughs) 
butt because you done cooked all this filet <laughs> mignon and lobster. You over here, you surfing turf. You smell like you smell like a cow and fish. So you just all up in here trying to get sexy like your night just fitting to be jumping. Your dumbass leave your phone in there that ain't got no code on it and it pop up. Your first girlfriend who got dumped by her boyfriend, you felt sorry for her, made her a plate, sent her the same damn food you'd have made for your. So whole time you cooking this special dinner for your girl, you done separated and made the same damn thing for your girlfriend? You stupid. And then you send it to her. And you send her some damn... Anyway, she sent you the picture with kissy face, thank you. The other girl that's your friend had a deaf in the family, no telling how damn long ago. You done sent her a flower. And some damn fool. You just a fool. She sent you a text loving that, and your girl see it. You come out the shower, all hell break loose. She leave. Now you want to get back with her. See, player, here's your problem. You done messed up, and the probably what's costing you is your age. Because you never said in the letter how old you are. Let me tell you something. I was 18 years old, man. I went down to make company. They had a little special at Christmas. Buy one turquoise bracelet, get another one free. So I bought my girlfriend and my side chick the same damn bracelet. I go home, uh-huh. put them in the same box, put their yeah. name on it, wrap it in the same paper, and set up there and got the damn boxes mixed up. <laughs> so when I you hand idiot. one yeah. for New Year's Eve, I mean, Christmas Eve, her bracelet, turquoise. Christmas Day, I give my girlfriend hers. But when they open the boxes, oh. they got each other name in it. Because I had the same paper, same Jeez. gift, same box. I'm 18. But you ain't Stupid. Right. Now, you a grown man. You a chef somewhere. Your ass did this. I never recovered from that. I end up losing both the chicks. <laughs> the moral to the story. Of course. Because you did. Even, even at 18, they was going, you BS, stupid, big yeah. lip. They called me everything that was wrong with me. I, that was when I had started getting used to my physical features and I thought I had a chance, maybe. And they broke me down. They reminded me, you big lip, wide nose, dumbass, gonna sit up in here and give me this box with this heifer name on it. I ought to go over there and they end up talking one time, found out they had the same damn gift. Oh, Jesus. Oh. But I was 18. This is not the one, Steve, that you said, the girl said that she didn't like your face. That's neither one of them. No, this is a whole nother girl. I've been destroyed oh, oh, okay. by women comments my entire <laughs> like life. Yeah, this, I don't like your facial features. I discovered that in the ninth grade. So that's what I was. You have never let that go, have yeah. you? Yeah. No. Really sticks with you, so I was trying to tell you that at 18, I had worked through that. Okay. And yeah. then when I did this, both of them brought it back up again. You big lip, yeah. wide nose, stupid ass. And that shattered me again. It took me right back to you don't like my facial features. And so the problem you got, dog, is your ass is old. You done messed up. Yeah, You're stupid. Feel special. Yeah. You need first thing you need is passcode. All right.
Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up, we're going to talk about black girl magic tennis greats, Naomi and Serena, right after this. Oh, that was a great match. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, happy Black History Month. We got a few more days to go in Black, black History black. Month. Everything black. You gotta, say it, Did, you gotta say it twice. It means something. Black, black. That's deep. Black, black. Black, you know black, 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 black. All right. So, <laughs> did you guys see the Black Girl Magic historic moment when tennis greats Naomi Osaka played the goat and her idol Serena Williams at the Australian yes. Open? You saw it, Jay, yes, right? I saw it. Yeah, you yeah. saw Who it. Who won? From a girl. Naomi so defeated I, I can't Serena. Her name. Was it Shirley? Mm. Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Wow. Man, I was really mm-hmm. pulling for us. Uh, yeah, I was pulling for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sentimental <sighs> reasons and everything. Yeah. yeah. Naomi defeated, uh, she won. She defeated Serena, but they hugged after the match. I love that moment. I love that, that moment. It was moment. beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Naomi spoke about Serena during an on court interview. Take a listen. I don't know if there's any little kids out here today, but I was a little kid watching her play. And just to be on the court playing against her for me is a dream. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I, I've learned over the years is just like, you know, you're a competitor, you're playing against another competitor, and um, that itself is the funnest part because tennis is a game. Yeah. I love her. I love her. She, she's so sweet. Yeah, she's so she sweet. She's couldn't let Serena win none go out on the champions. Just go out. Nobody letting win none Selfish of her. Yeah. There's no letting win, Jay. That ain't happening. <laughs> well, after the match, after the match, guys, Serena left the post-game interview. Take a listen to this. Considering how well you've played to get to this stage, what do you feel caused that? Or was it just one of those bad days at the office? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm I'm done. That touched my heart, you know. It really did touch my heart. Yeah, just to see that. Yeah, she couldn't even answer the question. Okay, so um, so emotional. How many does Serena need to be? Who have won she the already most. got it. Okay, so how many? Okay, that's Serena. How many? Does She's Tiger the greatest need? of all time. Yeah, she just got the T-shirt. Tiger, I think Tiger's two or three away. Two away, okay. one or two majors, away. majors, majors. Mm-hmm. He's got tied it. with wins. I think he won. A, I think he got to wins, but I think he's missing three or four majors. Gotcha. When he won the Masters the other year, that that knocked him one more closer. Hey, but listen to me, man. Make no mistake about it. The greatest He's golfer the greatest. of all time is <laughs> Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And Serena is the greatest. Yeah. Serena, yes. you y'all can't you can't touch Serena. Mm-mm. That is the greatest tennis, tennis player, player uh-huh. to ever live. Yeah. Man or woman. That's right. Her husband you know was rocking a t-shirt that said, my wife is the greatest female athlete. Then female was crossed out. It just said, my wife is the greatest athlete. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Congratulations to uh, them both. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, right, guys. Let's play a game with our comedians, Carla. It's yeah. called, oh, goodness. Uh-huh. what's okay. the first thing you do if dot, dot, mm. dot, okay? Dot, dot, dot. Okay. okay. Uh, y'all done took my dot, dot, dot. Okay, come on. 
Wait a minute, hold up, Tommy. You, you own you dot, 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 dot? You, you, I own dot, dot, dot. You now, that's mine. Dot, dot, dot. That's mine, right? I own dot, dot, dot. All right, Shelly, you got to go dot, 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 dot. You got to do four dots because yeah, he don't own dots. four dots. He only owns three. I own three. I want to see, see the trademark on that. All right. All right, what's the first thing you do if dot, 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 uh, you were left at the altar? Let's uh, that's Jay. Me? First uh-huh. one? Uh-huh. I go first? Yeah. God knows. If I'm left at the altar, God knows that I shouldn't be going through that again, and God spoke to her and made her leave. That's the first thing. And I'm thanking God. I'm falling on my knees and I'm <laughs> falling I'm, on your I'm, knees. I'm, I'm hugging the minister. I'm <laughs> hugging all the bridesmaids. Thank y'all for coming. Thank I'm thanking everybody. Mm-hmm. If that happens to me, because God knows okay. that's the first thing I'm doing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Come on. You now, know what, what I'm you doing? Got? If you <laughs> leave me at the altar like that, I'm going over to my side of the church where my family is and letting them know this is a prank. Okay, um, I just wanted us to all get together because we don't really see each other that much. Uh-huh. You know, I'm uh-huh. just glad that we love each other. The fact that y'all came out to be a part of this. this but this wasn't really happening, okay? This is a joke, but I'm just glad we all together. And if we can all just now, you know, go downstairs and, and get some drinks yeah. and have okay. some food. Have we, you time. got That's pranked. Good. That's uh-huh. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, come on, Steve. What's the Steve? first thing you do if you were left at the altar? I'm going to go over to my girlfriend's house and get her <laughs> soul. Oh! <laughs> Talk about a plan. Good one. I love it. You better Steve. keep her, boy. That's a real good one. All right, guys, here's one. another one. What's the first thing you do if you saw your neighbor cheating on their significant other, on their wife or husband or whatever. Oh, if I saw my neighbor cheating, well, you yeah. ain't seen my neighbors, so there ain't no cheating going on. <laughs> you, you, y'all, you ain't seen, you ain't seen these neighbors I got. Nobody's cheating on nobody. Stupid. Now, okay. maybe if I move someplace else, I have new neighbors, but not the ones I got now. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, okay. This is two different deals here, okay? Now, if it's the female, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, that's cheating, then I got to go and let her know we got to work a deal because I didn't caught you, okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I need it. I need it. I need Air Wednesday for me, okay? That's how, yeah, Air Wednesday. Let's work this out. Now, if it's a male that's doing the cheat, I'm going to let you know I'm going to need 500 okay, $500 every two weeks. Till I feel like I think you didn't learn your lesson. That's how we're going to work this out. That's how it's going to go down. All right. All right. Come on, Steve. What would you do, the first thing you'd do if you saw your neighbor cheating? I'm going to just tell him, next time I catch your car backed up on the edge of my yard like you normally do it, (laughs) Uh I'm going there and tell your fat-ass wife what I saw. Now, now, now keep know. pulling that car up over the edge of my yard. It's your stupid ass. About that landscaping. Yeah. 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 All, All right, right, here we go. What's the first thing you do da, if da, you da. found a bag da, of money da, da. on the side of the road? What? How much? It, you got to put an amount. Yeah, you got to put a number on that. Thousands, yeah. thousands, and thousands. Ten thousand. Oh, I'm not. Ten thousand? Oh, mm-hmm. it's just going in my pocket. I'm, yeah. Ten thousand dollars? Yeah, if you found no. a bag of money. With Let me tell you how, how how gangster I be. I could see somebody drop it and not notice it, uh-huh. and I'm still picking it up. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go, hey, you dropped something. No, if they don't no. see it, I'm, what? yeah, I'm, yeah, 
I'm good with it. All right, come on, go guys. <laughs> go ahead, big dog. Take a side, man. No, that's it. Ain't, ain't, ain't but one answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to take for ten grand. I ain't gonna lie. I get shot right in front of my whole family. I ain't lying. For 10 grand. Just for with, with some Hollywood, with some Hollywood bullets. And, All and, right, thank you guys. Uh, more like of today's that. trending that stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So did you guys hear about this? Uh, Amazon Studios made a major play for Donald Glover. You know who that is. Uh, Childish Gambino, the rapper. Childish Gambino, yeah. Yes, he's reportedly earning eight figures, more than $10 million now, to create a unique channel for Amazon Prime viewers, okay? On his payroll will be the former first daughter, Malia Obama. Nice, wow. huh? What? She's going to be joining his writing staff for a series called Hive. Now, the show is rumored to revolve around a Beyonce-like character. So we have to watch out for that. It will be on Amazon Prime. And congratulations like that. to Donald Glover. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Good for him. However we get it, let's get it. Uh-huh. Watch out, real TV. Cable is killing, <laughs> boy. It's killing. <laughs> <laughs> Cable has changed, though, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, from Hulu to Netflix to every, it's it's a lot going on, man. You can't keep up. You can't. You cannot keep up. You got to know, you boy. (laughs) There's a thousand TV shows out there now. Yeah, yeah. That's not still will change regular. You still change the channel and go, ain't nothing to watch. I be (laughs) (laughs) exactly, Jay. So look out for a Malia Obama show. Uh, she'll Good be on the stuff. writing staff. Good it's stuff. called Hive on Amazon Prime. Coming soon. And, oh, he's getting a lot of money. I love that. That's what's up. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce your best friend. You've known him many, many years. Many years. We go back like Cadillac seats, Ace Boone, Coon, Buzzard Back Buddies, ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. In honor of Black History Month, I will give you the greatest haters of black history of all time. Great things they did, but they all had haters for once, like this. In 1926, Willie T. Kennedy, better known as Lips, was the first person to wet up a marijuana joint. After that, he was no longer allowed to smoke with the group. <laughs> Kente, 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 Kenya, a runaway Who? slave, Who? once said to Harriet Tubman, Kente, Kente, Kenya, once said to Harriet Tubman, are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> absolutely. Hate him. Absolutely. Walter Douglas said to uh-huh. Langston Hughes, a great American poet, uh-huh. how come your stuff don't rhyme? What's up with that? <laughs> Benjamin Banneker, who designed uh-huh. Washington, D.C., laid out the plans for Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. A hater once said to him, What's up with all these one-way streets, and how do I get to Ben's Chili Bowl? This, these are haters. Haters. I hate him. You are so stupid. Garrett, Garrett Morgan, who invented the stoplight. He invented the stoplight. A hater once said to him, let me get this right. The light green, the light turns red, 
and the light turns yellow. That's it? Oh, my God. Haters. Haters. <laughs> Garrett Augustus Morgan, the man who invented the gas mask, a hater once said to him, you know when you put this thing on your face, can't nobody tell who you are. A hater. <laughs> and the last, last but not least, Walker T. Bentley, while coming home from work, noticed that there was a Chicago fire. This is where the phrase, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. But a man, a man, I'm not finished, a man who worked at that same plant saw the same fire and said, we don't need no water. Let the... <laughs> we don't need no water. Let them... We don't need no water. Let the... He said the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The man who used to work there and got fired said, we don't need no water. Let them... <laughs> Burn. <laughs> All right, coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Let me drop these words of wisdom. We've been talking about relationships all day long through the show. Remember, men, remember, mm -hmm. if she's mad at you and not speaking to you, you uh -huh. got two damn days to yourself. Enjoy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> two days to yourself. Thank you, Bitter Man. Closing remarks coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. Bitter Man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day, last break of the week. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend, everyone. The people in Texas, please just stay safe, as safe as you can in stay Texas. Warm. We are yes. definitely praying for it you. It is mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. And get to the polls and vote out loser. <laughs> no, no, not loser. The governor. Let's blow it's him tough. out. It's a bunch yeah, of you got to vote him out, too. Definitely. And uh, guys, a quick reminder now, this month we are celebrating all black everything because it's Black History Month. We black, recognize black. the culture that sets trends, creates moments, and moves the world, okay? So tomorrow, this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, check out Living Black. It features performances by Roddy Rich, 21 Savage, Janae uh, Iko, and Kirk Franklin. So watch this Saturday, come tomorrow, on, 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Uh, on, go to see... SteveHarveyFM.com. Kirk Franklin? Yeah, yes, come I on, did. Come on. Uh, I love Kirk. God's a little Christian. Uh, <laughs> Watch tomorrow at 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Go to SteveHarveyFM.com slash Living Black for more information. This whole show this week was dedicated to all the people whose third toe is shorter than the rest of their toe. That third toe. If your third toe is shorter than the rest of your This toe, show is for you, huh? This show is for you. I know there's no sock be, that can. Shouldn't it be shorter? No, no. If your third toe is shorter than the rest of your oh, toe. Oh, the baby toe, too. Okay. Yes. Right. See, that's a this difference. This is dedicated to you. This this show is dedicated to you. Go ahead, Jay. I, wanna uh, I like to dedicate the show uh, to people whose real hair don't match their ponytail, but they don't <laughs> care. They could care less. <laughs> Steve, Rocket. would you like this? <laughs> Steve, would you like no, this? Steve, Any dedication, Steve? Come on, Steve. Yeah, throw one in, man. Before you get serious. I would like to dedicate this show who's when people who put on belts 
and the back of their belt is four inches taller than their belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Those people, your belt buckle is pointed towards the ground, and the back of your belt is four inches higher than your front of your belt. I love it. I love it. You want to shout out to him? Yeah, yeah, shout out to them. Know. That must be hard to deal with when you turn to the side. <laughs> Very hard. Uh, Jay? Any, uh, any more dedication? Me? Uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out uh, everybody who has an uncle. Everybody uh-huh. who has an uncle who has a knot on the back of their neck, but don't nobody say a damn thing about it. Nobody, nobody points it out. Nobody, nobody that. says that's so stupid. Nobody, nobody says, says Uncle, nothing. what is that? No one. Uh, no one. No one. Let me do a dedication right here. For those Go of ahead, you that have for those of you that have uh super glue, <laughs> a gorilla glue, <laughs> your hair or your eyelashes. <laughs> your eyelashes. <laughs> to different parts of your body. <laughs> Uh, because you wanted to look good, this is for you. This is for this you. Dedicated. Oh, you. Go ahead, all Go ahead. Show is all dedicated loop. to all the people out there who are short and oh, spend their whole life thinking of ways to appear to be taller. Oh, mm. that's, that's really hard, you know. Yeah. Platform shoes, elevator mm-hmm. pads, standing on your toes, standing in front of everybody at the picture, <laughs> jumping when ain't nobody looking. Dedicated to you. Yeah. All right. All right. I got one. I got another one. I got another one. To everybody out there who has lost some weight, some mm-hmm. weight, mm-hmm. but you got on that outfit like you've lost a lot of weight, okay? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I take that dedication. <laughs> you, you know, you got on that you not there yet are. outfit. <laughs> uh, I'm... Go ahead. Go ahead, Tommy. Rock it. I hate you so much, Jay. Watch it. Watch it. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Okay, this oh, right here. Boy. Uh Oh, Lord, let me think. This is for people, um, I'm blank. I'm so blank. I got it. Go ahead. This show is dedicated to people who always sing along to songs and don't ever know the damn words. That's me. That's me. Ever. Don't know one song. (laughs) One lyric, nothing. Nothing. I just want in the morning. Don't know none of the I words. Start off strong, though. Shout out, shout out. I remember Nanu Nonga No. No more than me would share. That you would be mine. That's all they know. Now an open nag name me. Come on. Because what no. you get for me to get the love. Takes a long time. 
Dedications are here forever now. Yeah. I can make a ship sail on dry land. Boy, I be going, man. Come on. Friday dedications are here to stay, baby. Hey, look, y'all have a great weekend. Talk to God, everybody. Love to hear from you. He really would. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 